Welcome everyone. I am so glad that you could join me for episode 7 of A General Good Time. I want to welcome each and every one of you into this space. As the title suggests, it's the most wonderful time of the year and I just wanted to basically give my own thoughts, reflections, and look back at this year. It was definitely a really wild and tumultuous year and just talk about, you know, some of my thoughts now that we're reaching December and just kind of talk about what I want to maybe let go of and not bring into this coming new year and maybe some of the not so much resolutions, but maybe some of the affirmations and new things that I do want to bring into the coming year. So I definitely want to kind of just do that. So definitely the way that this is going to be structured is a lot more low key. I'm just going to be as honest as possible with you all and as transparent as possible about just some of my thoughts and, you know, a little bit more raw, I guess, and just be real with you all about how I'm feeling and just how I've been this past year. And so I just want to preface that. So if you want some of my more traditional, like scripted content or more like theme, stuff so feel free to you know check out those as well but just you know to preface that this one is just my reflections about the rest of this year and like kind of what I want to bring into next year so with that being said we can start with January so I would say the beginning of this year was definitely a lot more different I would say the landscape and especially the uncertainty that being in a global pandemic has caused um, I don't want to necessarily speak as though we we're in a post pandemic but I would say definitely a lot of my anxiety around being in COVID-19 was a lot higher in the beginning of the year just due to the fact that I know that they had announced that a vaccine was coming out that was very exciting but there was still a lot of skepticism and I myself you know to be honest deal with kind of like a lot of fatigue as I think with the rest of the world just in like having to deal with not being able to go outside just not being able to you know see family members loved ones friends and just having to deal with that and so granted it was obviously getting you know more hopeful I would say as the months had continued on especially when since I was working um full-time at that time in the office I was working in a healthcare organization so I was very lucky I had access to the vaccine early on so I was able to get vaccinated um I got Moderna just for full transparency and so I got vaccinated by both shots by the end of February and so luckily for me I was able to feel a lot more comfortable and obviously know that I wasn't at risk so again I highly encourage you all if you all have not already done so to, to get vaccinated to also make sure that you get your booster shot and to also get get your flu shot. Um, I actually just signed up for my booster shot as I found out that I was eligible in December. So I'm looking forward to that as well. So yeah, I just also wanted to state in general, like I would say those first few months were definitely still a period of transition for myself. I would say that mentally I was in a kind of like weird space because um, at that time I was kind of starting a new full-time role, but I was I was in between, like if that made sense, like it was a contract position, but I was working full-time hours. And especially during my first few months of employment, as I'm sure a lot of people can relate, it's this idea and expectation that I really wanted to work hard, not only to to maybe impress my, you know, supervisors, almost to justify why I deserved the role, but also just in general, like my staff was working so hard and because we were short-staffed and when I was working in a nonprofit organization and our cause was, you know, in relation to very vulnerable communities and making sure that they received healthcare, I felt a lot of pressure to, you know, do the job well and to kind of overwork myself. And so during those first few months, I definitely was experiencing burnout 
Um, but I just kind of ignored those signs and I just tried to push through as much as possible, especially since I was working on site. And so I would really just be working from like eight to like six, you know, and I would be the last person to leave the office. Right. Because I felt very pressured to perform even beyond, you know, what my position was asking for, which I think is very common for a lot of people. So definitely during those first few months, I was stressed out. Um, and I, you know, definitely around the end of March was a really tough time because at that time, time my supervisor who had hired me had transitioned out and so we were getting a new supervisor and I did not have a say in that and it was really hard for me to kind of wrap my head around the fact that I didn't really get to have a say in who my next boss was and so you know and I think obviously looking back I recognize that having you know a good supervisor and or you know person above you is really crucial for any sort of role and I'm realizing now that the reason why and obviously this is not only there was a lot of structural issues in any sort of workplace that I was working at and so for me like I because I didn't really get a say in um I have nothing against this person as a person but as a supervisor we just had very different styles and you know it was hard for me to get along with that not to mention during that time too my mental health and physical health was deteriorating and so to be honest this year also welcomed a lot of stress into my life because I was just in a period of transition and I think for myself I'm finally starting to pick up the pieces of that and I think I wanted to acknowledge that with you all so I'm 23 years old now I think when I started this podcast I was still 22 but I was turning 23 and now as someone who is so my birthday was the end of August and now it's gonna be December so look so it's been a few months right and I would say that nobody likes being 23 right there's that BuzzFeed article and low-key it's kind of true I think the reason as to why people don't necessarily like being 23 is because it's just such an awkward age. Generally, most folks graduate undergrad by 22. Obviously, if you're older or younger, that's absolutely fine. But I'm saying on the traditional scale, right? Because usually you enter college at 18 and then you graduate in four years by 22. I fit that kind of mold. But granted, I was a semester after. So I was like 22 turning 23. So I was in this like awkward stage where because I also didn't have a formal graduation like many people class of 2020 and class of 2020. Um, even and I'm seeing that some people did some people didn't so granted it's still like recovering like I didn't really get a chance to kind of process my undergrad graduation and so as a result like it was kind of just awkward transitioning into like a full-time role and like coming back to the city since I went to school um, out of state granted I did not (laughs) did not have a great experience so that's a story for another time I didn't just I guess I just didn't have a chance to like sit and like reflect on like what it means to graduate college as the first one in my family and even beyond that I just didn't really like I think I just I just felt very pressured to kind of transition into a full-time role as soon as possible um and so when I ended up just actually getting the job and like you know dealing with just taking on a lot of stuff at that time and like I was also just dealing with the fact that because I was working so much I didn't really have time to have like a social life as much you know granted I was very lucky you know I had the week weekends off but it didn't really feel the same like I realized that what I really wanted and what I was overdue for was just like a vacation but I think the vacation honestly for myself was just kind of an excuse for me to just take a break so this is also like to kind of get back on track for the timeline this was around like March right so March so again I mentioned that I had a contract um rule and so they didn't really specify anything about my contract so that's also what was really causing me to feel a lot of stress because I didn't have a stability in my career 
And so, you know, when they told me that they were going to extend my contract until June, it wasn't still an offer for a full time. And I felt very pressured to get like a full time role as soon as possible. And so I needed that stability in my life that I didn't feel like I had. Right. I thought in my life because I didn't have control over like my mental health or even as much or I felt like, you know, I was I was just dealing with a lot mentally that if I didn't have my stability in my career, what was I going to do? And so definitely during that time, I was very stressed out, not only because work was stressed but because of the fact that I just didn't know it wasn't stable right and so I really put a lot of pressure onto myself to like secure any sort of stability as soon as possible just because I feel like I didn't have control in other aspects of my life and so you know when things didn't go as planned and when I ended up you know escalating the situation to talk to the higher ups and they just basically blatantly told me that they had no answer for me I also like I just ended up making that decision to leave and it was a really hard decision to make granted you know I know I said I was experiencing frustrations with the role but I really really loved the team I loved my coworkers. I just loved being able to work in person and I also loved having income you know it's definitely different now you know speaking as someone who's currently unemployed um or underemployed is is the is the term as I am working part-time but I I you know part-time doesn't pay the bills and so you know it's definitely something that you know, I want to keep in mind and and recognize that, like, at the end of the day, um, I don't regret my decision, you know, I definitely, you know, didn't feel like I was growing in, you know, my workspace. And, you know, my colleagues were very supportive of my decision, but it definitely still was very hard. I think transitioning from a full time job to now being underemployed. I also didn't mention, but I was going back to school. And so this is a whole other, you know, (laughs) wild, I'm thinking it's kind of wild now that I think about like how I actually was managed to do all this. But during my last few months into my role, so around mid-May, I had talked to my coworkers, right, where I was, I think I want to go back to school. So my role requires me to kind of work intimately with healthcare workers, but also partner with a lot of, like, our community partners uh, work with this SF Department of Public Health. And so, you know, there was a lot of workers who were hiring for medical assistance, CNAs, and just intimately, you know, nurses, home care workers, and stuff like that. And so for myself, I've always been the kind of person who values, like, customer service and, like, patient care in particular. And so I think I realized, like, an office job, while it's obviously not bad, I love the in-person aspect, right? But there was more that I wanted to do and I felt like you know I wanted to just potentially just go into nursing and so it definitely did seem like a really scary kind of like random topic right but you know the medical field has has been something that I've been interested in independent of obviously expectations um but the reason why I didn't end up pursuing it was because I'm just not good at math or science right there was a lot of barriers in my head I would say that kind of prevented me and just dealing with like imposter syndrome and feeling as though I wasn't smart enough for the medical field and well obviously a lot of this is I recognize now is subjective and so I did my research and decided to go back to community college and so I ended up taking a full course load and it was oh my god the process definitely it's kind of interesting I think this is a good thing and a bad thing about my personality right when I go through periods of hyper focus right I can actually get a lot of work done and I ended up you know being able to apply to city college in a week and like get accepted within a week and then fill out my classes within two to three weeks which 
which is actually really wild now that I think about it. I guess I'm patting myself on the back for that, but definitely, you know, transitioning from a full-time career to now back to school was not easy at all. Um, I ended up going from five courses to now only taking two courses uh, just because it was it was a lot. And I'll be honest, and I've also recognized that I, it was something that I didn't want to admit to myself, but school is, I'm not, I don't really like school. I think uh, I want to be honest, right? Um, school kind of sucks um and i realize like some people love learning i think i love learning but i don't like school and i think that's a very common you know sentiment but i absolutely hated class and you know i i hated any sort of like thing in that and obviously i wasn't gonna do well with that kind of mindset and the subject obviously didn't come easy to me like i was having flashbacks to chemistry where then to preface right i failed chemistry in high school so i had to take it in the summer and so coming back to that and recognizing that I clearly obviously didn't understand as an adult just gave me a lot of awful memories and so you know I you know anyways it's not to discourage anyone from going back to school but this is for myself specifically I also felt like I had to kind of like justify why I left a full-time job and like why I decided to go back to school because I felt like a lot of pressure for myself and also like I was worried about what other people thought of me whether or not it was good or bad and obviously I don't think the the folks in my life meant it in that way but I felt very pressured to almost justify why I ever did certain things and I felt like I had to get my my nursing degree as fast as possible like it was it was really bad you know and like I had talked to my mom about like you know prior to me deciding to go back to nursing I had talked to my mom about you know whether or not she could whether or not she was supportive and also like since I was going back to school like she would have to financially support me right because I wouldn't be able to work full-time anymore I mean the most that I could work you know is work part-time you know in addition to full-time school and you know at first she did say that she was initially on board um and so I ended up just getting a part-time job but and, and managing classes at that time but what I've come to realize is that you know she can change her mind and and a part of me you know tends to project and kind of I was I was to be honest right I was upset at her for a little bit because I was I was like why did you agree to this if you were just gonna change your mind but you know what I'm looking back what I've realized now is that at the end of the day whatever I decide to do I should do for myself and not wait for the approval of other people so even with her right granted obviously I was gonna do this whether or not she was gonna say yes or no but obviously my mom kind of like supporting me did play a large role into like me actually diving into doing nursing but looking back and realizing now is that I don't have to follow what other people or even what is expected of myself in the traditional kind of sphere like I felt like I had to get it done by like 2000 like 22 23 in like one or two years and then after I get my prerequisites then I would have to finish an accelerated program and while people can do that right and by all means like I commend you know folks for doing that that's not my path and I think what I've realized is that um I came to that decision actually after I was just going through so I ended up starting my part-time role which I love um obviously there's a lot of issues with that and I won't get too much into that but in general I was very lucky um to be able to work with the community that gave me a lot of opportunities to transition into into my career in the first place and so uh, now that I'm working at that space um finally I just I was hitting a period of depression and I didn't realize it at that time since, you know, I was off of medication now and I was starting a new medication for um, my binge eating disorder, which I will have another podcast episode about that. But uh, for this for now, I will just say that I started a new medication, but I hadn't really been taking medication for the past few months. And I was finally starting to address some of my physical health issues. Um, and so... 
finally around the end of October is finally when I kind of decided that I wanted to get back into the workspace. Um, so I made that decision and it was definitely not easy because I was going back and forth. I was like, you know, I still am taking two classes. I'm working part time. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to continue taking classes? Should I get a job? Like, you know, I'm low on funds. I feel like I don't have that financial freedom anymore. Like, what should I do? And so, you know, I was grappling with that. And I think what I realized is that I finally, like, just did it you know I mean it wasn't like I just like sat and did that I mean it was obviously a lot of like like forcing myself to finally just kind of like change my resume update my resume start applying for jobs and so I remember exactly on October 28th I like applied to a few roles and I finally like I put an announcement on my LinkedIn that I was looking for jobs and you know I received an overwhelming amount of support and I just want to like thank everyone if you all were there and if you all were you all saw my post or if you all actually came in for my LinkedIn post like thank you all so much like I had folks from you know that I wasn't super close to from high school um she reached out to me and provided support there was a lot of you know some of my former like co-workers and like supervisors also like showed their support and like everyone was just so supportive and I just felt very overwhelmed and just very grateful to have community and I think even now like what's really driving me and what's really pushing me is just this just support that I feel from the people that I've worked with been friends with have like just been through stuff together and so I'm just feeling really really a lot more like restorative and like you know I also recently just came back from a trip to just see my roommate who's also my best friend and it was just really nice to be able to see her in person because it had been more than a year since we had last saw each other due to the quarantine and so I think definitely these later months where they've been challenging but they've been a lot more hopeful I feel a lot more comfortable being honest with some of my boundaries and obviously like I think as we're wrapping up this new year like like, like what I'm looking back at it's like what I have to remind myself and what I also want to pass on to you all and as like people who are just following me on my journey and like not only like just following me on my journey like you all are going to be going on your own journeys and like I'm just proud of you all like whether or not like we're super close or not like I just know that just going through life is not easy and it's it's a struggle and I'm just very proud of each and every one of you all because like at the end of the day you all are still going and like you all are moving forward whether or not it feels like that and so I think for myself like I just <laughs> I don't know I for what I want to bring into the new year I can't believe it's gonna be 2022 um well what i'm hoping for is that this pandemic will get a lot more controlled hopefully like you know there will be more breakthroughs about COVID-19 and just other areas but also on a personal note um to just like let go like let go of of like doubts and let go of like what I think other people think of me and just kind of focusing on myself and uplifting myself and uplifting those around me and also just focus on like setting boundaries and being honest with people and like for myself just trusting others and like just moving through life lighter I think if that makes sense whether it's like not so much physically maybe physically too but kind of more on a emotional note and like with those around me I think as the holidays come around it's definitely a rough time not only for myself but for those around me I know it's not the easiest time especially when it comes to seeing family extended family friends relatives like I'm thinking that's why I think the idea of friendsgiving is so great um and like you know the idea of spending time with your friends or chosen family because kinship networks 
products are definitely underrated but you know I understand that not everybody has access to that so for those who are seeing your family this year or seeing extended family and are nervous and anxious like myself one piece of advice I would give you is that you are not responsible for fixing anyone right the only person you're responsible for is yourself and so definitely do not feel like you have to engage or you know participate with those who don't respect you as a person or don't respect your existence don't respect your life right it's okay to say no right but at the same time you know i understand that like family occasions and stuff can be a joyous time and like you don't necessarily have to restrict yourself from that i'm saying for myself like with thanksgiving coming up and also with the holidays coming up i would say like to be fully transparent i had skipped out like last year or even the year before and it wasn't even due to covid i know that now you know covid is also a great excuse um obviously not an excuse it is a valid reason though just a heads up on that but for myself i had skipped out prior to that because honestly i just didn't want to deal with comments um usually every extended family gathering i'm sure everyone has to deal with relatives who ask invasive questions you know comment about how you are even lifestyle or for me i struggled a lot with like weight and sexuality and even like people just commenting on whether or not like I had a job or if I was financially stable or who I was going to be seeing or why I had gained so much weight and all this other stuff like that never asking me how I was actually doing and just kind of genuinely finding a reason to put me down and so it was a really hard and uncomfortable space for me to be in to be honest but it was also very conflicting because I wanted to see my relatives and I did enjoy spending time with my family and I felt that because I wasn't there I wasn't there to like you people took my absence as a sign of disrespect when in actuality I didn't go because I didn't feel comfortable it had nothing to do with specific like people it was their comments right and and I was trying very hard to give people the benefit of the doubt for many years but it seemed to get worse and worse and so in my head I decided you know for myself that I needed to to take a break and honestly I don't regret that decision and I get that you know in a way my family might have been hurt by my decision but for myself it was much needed and honestly that Christmas I also ended up getting to spend time with my mother um and we got to bond and for me that was worth it and so this Christmas coming around um, obviously last year there was COVID and so with this Christmas coming around and the holidays coming around question is are am I coming this year and I think I've made the decision that I will um, and obviously like it's not easy and like you know what makes it different this time around for myself is that no matter what people say I know that I'm not responsible for changing people's minds trying to you know fix people's own projections and insecurities the only person that I'm responsible for is myself and I pick make it my responsibility and my goal to have a good time and so yeah with that I also hope that you all can you know extend the same for this holiday season and for the upcoming new year and so yeah with that being said We have reached the end of this week's podcast episode. I hope you all have enjoyed it. And if you do, please consider liking, following, and sharing this as it is much appreciated. If you have any topic ideas or suggestions, please feel free to email me at a generalgoodtimepodcast at gmail.com as I check that regularly and would love to hear your thoughts. Until next time, I hope you all have had a good time and a great rest of your week.